welcome back to The Shelf Oddities. My name is Eri. And I'm Serafina. And the oddity I am feeling like today is an antique shipping crate for embalming fluid full of cat toys. Because the mom who bought it loves her fucking cats, but's also a weirdo. That sounds personal. Is that... Do you own that? I have one in my living room, Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, And the oddity I'm feeling like today is a jar of black salt, which is a piece of charcoal ground together with sea salt into a mortar and pestle, and is then used for a protection spell. Fair. This episode is going to be a little odd because this this will be our first episode where we're talking about a multitude of topics. I do want to start with our Salem trip. When you listen to this... We will already be on our way back home if we're not home already, and I hope that those bitches had fun. But I did want to talk about our hopes for the trip and some expectations, of course. We're not going to be covering the story in depth today for Salem because that's a big part of us going to Salem together. It's to take notes and do some research because Salem is something that's really close to our heart as witches. Yeah, we both feel, at least I know I feel, that it's like kind of going to the motherland is the best way to do it. Not you stealing that from my later paragraph. (laughs) I apologize. But we both have been fascinated with Salem in general. We both have consumed a lot of media that is Salem or Salem adjacent. Um, We both got into our witchcraft journeys on different times and kind of learned our own path. But I think all signs point to Salem, really. Yes. And like I said, we're not really going to get into the story, but I would like to cover the ground that what the media says it is isn't what it really is, which is fucking typical, isn't it? Always. But the people that were executed, these were innocent persons and children who were executed as power plays and religious fan fiction. It's important to know that when going to Salem or talking to Salem, the ground that you stand on isn't this fantasy of the witches that were burnt. That's not what happened. And we also want to make sure that when we say we're excited to go to Salem and, you know, we're interested in the Salem witch trials, it's not because a bunch of innocent people died. No. We... Salem has definitely been reclaimed by the weird and... Not you taking my next paragraph. (laughs) Fuck off. Salem has really been reclaimed by the weird and the odd. And we are the weird and the odd. Yeah. I'd like to say how much I do appreciate Salem becoming a a beacon of light for witches. Really showed that fucking town, huh? Destroy your own legacy and let us bloom out of the destruction, you know? As a kid, I was fully into Salem. And I was into the Salem of witches being burnt at the stake, which no one was ever burnt at the stake. So, like, why did that become a narrative? I know that's something they used to do in, like, old England, but, like, why... What is that? And why are people allowed to just make shit up to sell stuff? And why does no one care? Sorry, I know it's a different rant for a different episode, but it does bother me greatly. But anyway, yes, like Eerie said before, I am excited to go to Salem because for years it has almost been sort of a mecca for witches, a pilgrimage for our fellow sorcerers. I'm excited to be around a community where hopefully we are safe and welcomed. I like to seek out spaces where we can make ourselves at home and also have fun while learning and growing as people. Maybe make some memories in a few of Salem's beautiful cemeteries, communicating with spirits and whatnot. Yuri, you have been to Salem once, and that's why we are going again, because you liked it so much. But what was your trip like, and did it meet your expectations? Yeah, so I first went to Salem, I think it was in 2018 or 2019. And 
I was a very different person mm. when I went on that journey. When I went to Salem for the first time, I had just started my witchcraft journey. I hadn't bought a lot of my tools yet. I was really hoping to kind of get knee deep when I went there. This was also before my outsides match my insides, as I like to say, <laughs> um, and my sense of style hadn't quite crossed over to the uh, gothy emo teen um, <laughs> that you see before you today. So when I went, I was just hoping to experience everything I had ever dreamed of. And when I got there, I did. It felt like home. It felt like I should have always been there. It felt like a part of me had always been there. Um, the shops that we went to really changed my, you know, what I was expecting. I was blown away. Witchcraft really has reclaimed that area, and, and that's a really big part of it. Um, we also went on like a historical tour, so we've seen a lot of Salem and some of the neighborhoods surrounding Salem. I will also preach uh, the goodness of seafood because <laughs> it is the best seafood I've ever had. Uh, we live in a landlocked state and I cry every time I have to eat not as good crab because I had cra crab in Salem, well technically in Boston, and I will die thinking of that crab. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. I don't typically eat seafood, like, any... I don't think you can trust any of the seafood around here. And apparently it's supposed to be better than some of the southern states that are... Um, what is that called? Beach-locked? Ocean-locked? <laughs> um, so I'm definitely excited to try it. I mean, I would like to make a joke that Erie really never shuts up about it, but it's true. I mean, that's just I the truth. a picture of the crab printed out on my fridge that is not a lie that's the funniest thing I've it ever is heard. magneted to my fridge i look at it every day and she talks about it so much we literally have a day in our trip planned just to go to the same place she ate last time so here's really hoping that uh it matches up to your memories i think it probably will it will um but yeah we had talked about you know your you not really matching your out your insides on the outsides and I think that's something that I'm very excited about in Salem is because we're going to this small historical town that witches have reclaimed. And I'm really hoping that we find some great stories that care about ethical sourcing. It's really hard to find that anywhere else. It's hard to find anything anywhere else, especially in the Midwest, but ethically sourced things. I've come across one store in my entire lifetime of looking for metaphysical objects. So I'm excited to go through downtown and I have a few shops on our list that are supposed to be ethically sourced from sources that I trust and I will definitely be asking when we get there. Was that something that you were even thinking about when you went? Because I know that was before your magical journey. Was that something that was even across your mind of like how badly culture can really fuck shit up, especially no. with closed practices? Yeah, it was not. And um, I am a dumb white person. So that's exactly <laughs> why that happened. I mean, I think it's important to be honest about those things. Yeah. When I first started my practice, I had no clue about any of that. And luckily, I started listening to some podcasts, exploring some more media, becoming a little bit more educated so that I could be a practical an ethical witch, making sure that the stuff that I was using wasn't a closed practice, um, teaching myself alternatives, 
uh, getting more into heritages that actually belong to me, which yeah. is also really important. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't at all, and I freely admit that. So I'm very excited to approach Salem really from a very different lens. Yeah. Like, the list of shops that I want to hit now feel very different than what we were doing when we first went. Right. I'm sure that it does. I mean, it's been on the forefront of my mind since we've been, you know, planning this for a year now of the right places to go so we don't waste our time or spend our money in wrong areas. Voting with your dollar matters. It really does, especially in towns like this that thrive off of our community. And if you're a baby witch or you're someone who's not into witchcraft and you're listening to this and you're like, what are y'all talking about? White sage or those sage bundles, they are unethically harvested. They are part of a closed practice and they will not work for you unless you were you can trace your lineage back to people who were born in this country. And there are plenty of alternatives. There are so many alternatives. Cheap, effective al- alternatives that you can easily get into. So if that's something that you're just now hearing and this is your first time, look into it. Do some research. There's plenty of documentation I mean, a there. quick Google search. You could search on TikTok and find someone to spell it out for you if you would like, down to the very nitty-gritty. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to go into that is there any places that you're looking forward to going that you didn't go to the last time so i did not hit up literally any clothing shops when i went the first time because i was not into it yet oh that makes sense so we hit up a lot of witchy shops we hit up tea shops and bookshops um my partner is very into tea and reading and all of that fun stuff so um that was kind of higher up on the priority list And I do follow a couple creators on TikTok who um, are either running or, like, part of shops that are clothing shops in Salem. And I'm most excited to go through that because I'm going to spend so much money. I mean, you and I have talked about this. (laughs) I spent a lot of money the first time I went. My wallet is pre-crying prepared for this trip (laughs) because I know. I just know. Yeah, ours are too. Um, It's going to be... It's going to be bad. I've been complying this list for about a year now, and I'm actually grateful for Salem with Sarah on TikTok. I don't know if you follow them. They are a creator on TikTok who lives around Salem and has some great advice and hotspots if you are looking to go to Salem as well. They're basically a wonderful... Dude, there was... Okay, we got to stop for a second. There was a spider. All right, sorry for the hard skip and maybe an audio change. There was a spider in the studio, and we had to save them. So, like I was saying... Um, Salem with Sarah, uh, they are a great travel agency almost. They're not really, but if you're looking for a trip advisor, they are making awesome content that's really helped me plan out my trip. What I didn't realize before following them is that witchiness is slowly spreading to surrounding towns. So now we have even more to explore than even when you went. Like Ravenstone and Lynn, uh, which is not that far from Salem, but I'm definitely excited to check that out. And in Salem, I'm hoping to plague the stores on the main strip, like the Village Silversmith and Coven's Cottage. I'm also hoping to pick up some wardrobe accoutrements that die with your boots on. And recently, have you seen uh, the opening of the Black Craft uh, clothing company? Uh, That was about, what, two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, at the time this podcast comes out, it'll be like a month and a half, Mm -hmm. which is wild, which is exciting and perfect timing. Also, it's an old bank that they've redone, and it's beautiful. I have seen TikToks of that, It's so cool. I cannot wait to walk in there. 
I have seen on TikTok that they're carrying that bat pattern jumpsuit that we both really love mm -hmm. from Unique Vintage, so I'm hoping to pick that up there. Is there anything specific you're looking to pick up? So I'm really looking forward to going back to Coven's Cottage because I did go there the first time that we went to Salem and it was absolutely incredible. I got a few pieces there that um, have been fundamental to my witchcraft journey, such as my cauldron that I use for burning all of my herbs. It actually has a Yggdrasil on it, which a lot of my witchcraft is very Norse-based. I actually have a Yggdrasil tattooed on me. Um, I also bought my first Thor's hammer there on like a bracelet, and Mjolnir. that bracelet, yeah, Mjolnir. I say yeah. Thor's hammer for all of the newbies, but yeah, Mjolnir. Yeah. The bracelet that it was on originally has deteriorated, but I basically made it into another bracelet, and I actually wear that Mjolnir every day. So I think it'll be really cool to go back there now that I'm in way further down my yeah. journey than I was before. That is really cool. I forgot that you had been there before. I really am looking for, I think, a dagger. Like, I want something cool. I would like to have something that I could base a tattoo off of. Yeah. So I'm hoping that maybe I find something like that. Um, what's weird about Salem, when we were looking at the other day, is that there's not really any oddity shops in Salem. There's not. Which I really thought there would be. So maybe we'll come back from Salem and be like, we're opening up an oddity <laughs> store, we're moving immediately. Time to go. We gotta go. Bye. Um, and then something that's very interesting that's happening uh so when we were children we were gifted the true masterpiece that is hocus pocus very true and of course that's set in salem the good old sanderson sisters and now the second one is waiting in the wings it's gonna haunt our screen september 29th which is the day after we get home which is like they didn't announce that until what two months ago three months ago mm -hmm. when we had already planned our vacation and everything so i am wondering if they're going to be doing anything like leading up mm -hmm. we kind of planned our vacation to go on not the busy days because i know it's going to be wild even on the non-busy days i'm sure it's still going to be wild because it is late september but we were hoping to go before you know october really blows that bitch up yeah um so yeah i'm very excited i'm excited to see what hocus pocus 2 looks like i don't know if it's necessary, I don't know if it's needed. Time will only tell to see what it truly looks like. I think that we get stuck in a lot of um, remakes and reboots right now, and I'm hoping that maybe this is a positive one and not just a cash grab. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to... Um, there's actually a Ouija board museum there in Salem oh. that we did not hit up when we went the first time yeah. um, because I didn't start collecting Ouija boards or getting really into Ouija boards until the last couple years and now I'm literally mid-working on my Ouija board half-leg sleeve as we speak. So, yeah. But I'd love to go and see all the different boards. Yeah, I'm excited to see that too. Uh, I think it's also probably should be noted that like if you don't know what you're doing, don't fuck with one. Also, we probably wouldn't fuck with one in our craft anyway. There's a difference between an appreciation and a using. So yes. if you're listening to this and being like, Hasbro sells them at Walmart, don't. Yeah, I have uh, all of mine are framed and you literally could not use them if you wanted to. None of the planchettes are anywhere near them. I love them. I love the whole look of them. That's why I tattooed it on my leg. Well, paid someone to do that, but... <laughs> just self-tattooing upside yeah. down <laughs> yeah. and it is a pretty cool tattoo we'll have to post a picture of that on instagram well yeah it's cool as hell all right is there anything else that you want to talk about before we get into our next topic i mean i know i think at the end of the day we're both so excited i think i'm really hoping that we can do a little bit of ghost hunting i know that 
it's not like fun like we're gonna like talk to witches it's more so like hey Tichaba are you okay yeah. like are you good um, which isn't great but I also think it's such an old city it's such an old town and such an old state that there's going to be layers upon layers of people probably waiting to say something mm-hmm. yeah definitely I did go on a a ghost tour while we were there ironically enough it was absolutely horrible don't book him on TripAdvisor but it was led by this individual who who wore a shirt that had the founding date for Salem on it so that they didn't have to remember it that's the quality that's the quality of uh tour that we (laughs) went on and let me tell you it was very um Interesting. Not wonderful. Not wonderful. I think we're hoping to take a few more, but maybe, uh, you know, ones that know some things and not have to put it on their outfits. Yes. Because I definitely want to support the people who do make Salem great for what it is now and hopefully not, like I said earlier, vote with our dollars of people (laughs) who don't necessarily deserve them. Um, Okay, so moving on to our next topic. When you hear this episode, the autumn equinox will have passed. Which means that if you celebrate Maven on the autumn equinox, that's already passed, and I hope that you had a great time. Um, And if not, I actually celebrate it a little differently. Typically, Maven, it coincides with the final harvest of the year. It's a time to recognize the bounties of the summer giving away to the stillness of winter, falling on the autumn equinox itself. It also is a time to balance between light and dark once more. Darkness will soon begin to overtake the light. I do celebrate this on my own calendar with the equinox starting this season. The reason that I do this is that our final harvest day here in the Ohio Valley is not until about the end of October. So our final harvest is about a month after the equinox, southern zones even later. This Sabbath is focused on giving thanks above all else. Reflect on what you've been given and what seeds for ideas you can plant in the new year. It's all about giving yourself something to look forward through to winter and to celebrate. So for me personally, I have some seeds and some bulbs that need to go in the ground to then bloom in spring. And spring is my favorite garden. I am an Aries. April is my birth month. And I try to make sure that the garden looks amazing during that time. And what that means is that in October and in November, I am planting things in the ground like tulips and irises and daffodils to make sure they all are there to greet me uh, when spring decides to shake off that winter chill. So that's what I typically spend my time doing at the end of the, uh, the wheel of the year. Maven also opens the opportunity to set intentions that remove unhealthy habits, relationships, or beliefs from your life. Focus on finding balance as you prepare for another season's change. I actually did come across a tarot spread for Maven that I thought would be really interesting. So with this spread, when you're sitting down to do this reading with the intention of reflecting on your year and giving thanks, think about what you've been given, what you've accomplished, and what lessons you can take with you. The questions for your cards are going to be, for the first one, what can I be grateful for this year? For your second pool, what was my greatest achievement? For the third pool, what was my greatest challenge? And for your fourth pool, what needs to be brought into alignment? And for your final pool, what do I need to move forward from my harvest? We also love a good harvest celebration dinner. I know I talked about this a lot on the Herb Pantry Storage episode, but I figure that you could use some ideas or encouragement, especially with the season just coming about. 
If you aren't a gardener or a farmer and you don't grow your own food, sit with your gratitude for the people who grow your food and make your food. It's been a hard growing season for many a farmer across the world, and it's a miracle that we are all still holding it together. This year, I will probably make our favorite squash and chicken meatball pasta dinner, a nice loaf of sourdough, and a big glass of tea. I do have that recipe on our Instagram at Oddity Arcadia and in the show notes as well. It's my favorite. And I think that with the good harvest we've had this year of squash, that will be on our table. Yeah, uh, as someone who does not cook for myself, let me thank you, Sarah, for (laughs) your harvest. Um, The BLTs have been delicious. The tomatoes have been plentiful. The flowers to view every time I come over here to record our podcast have been insane. And yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, truly. It's been... It's been a year, and, uh, you know, I think every year that I grow, everything gets better and better, and I know that on the podcast, I've told the story about all the Dahlia tubers that I was gifted, and knowing that this year I'm going to end up in this time of celebration, pulling that all up and getting that promise of all of the tubers that we're going to have so I can share them with others is probably going to be one of my highlights. I am so grateful for this year and i really appreciate you saying that also i have a bunch of green tomatoes for you to take home perfect to fry them babies up and then before we go this is the only podcast i felt like i could fit in anything this will be nearing the end of september and right before we start our odd october series which will be a celebration of halloween and samhain and all of those great things that all compile in the month of October. So this is kind of the only space that I could figure out how to talk about this. I wanted to get into our background soundscapes. Every episode, I'm trying to create an atmosphere akin to an ambiance video on YouTube that I love to go on in the background. I spend a lot of time listening to those. I know Erie does as well. And I like to make these ambiances because I just find them extremely calming and I like to mention a lot that I have ADHD. I don't like to mention it. It just comes up in conversation because it explains so much about me. But I like having small sounds to keep me on my toes while listening and keep me zoned into what I'm doing. And especially when I'm cleaning or organizing. And that's typically how I also listen to podcasts. So I felt like combining both of them would bring on something a little different for us to listen to and I hope that you're appreciating them but I also would love some feedback about them I mean good or bad I've never done this before Um, especially I've never done this with a podcast at the same time and it's a pretty steep learning curve so if you have anything that you are interested in either helping out with uh, wise if you think that you have a good point of view uh, please let me know either on Instagram or on our email at oddityarcadia at gmail um, if you email us anything else, we will hex you. No, that's a joke. Uh, but you will Unless go it's a dick pic, and then oh, we yeah. will hex you. I'll, we'll hex you twice. You know? Watch out. Just watch out. So, yes. Yeah, so, the next time you hear from us, we will be back in Ohio. We will be changed people, probably. We will be born anew. And I actually think, after this, is in our next episode, The Winchester House... Yes. Which is a deluxe episode. That is going to be a super long episode. Primo. Primo content for sure. And that's an us episode. Our first life and death episode. So I hope you guys are looking forward to that. 
I hope that you are enjoying this fall weather that we should be having because we're recording this before and I'm I'm just looking for a nice breeze. And we're helter sweltering right now. Yes, we are. It is too hot to trot and I've had enough. So we're going to go ahead and get out of the studio, go enjoy some pumpkin uh, Pillsbury cookies. You know what? One more thing before we go. I learned something interesting. You know how we both are obsessed with the new um, General Mills Monster cereal? I've always been obsessed with them, but I do like the revamp, yes. So, in the revamp, when I was a kid, I remember, like, the box... I'm talking Count uh, Chocula. Yeah, sure. Because that's my favorite. Frankenberry's mine, but yes. I, yes, I understand. I did get Frankenberry as well. But I remember the box being brown and, like, having the Count's face on it and his cape. And, like, him having eyes and ears and this whole thing. And we were eating cereal at three in the morning last night and on the box for all of the characters their eyes are blacked out are not blacked out their eyes have crosses in them and i was like what is this about what's happening here i'll look it up and you can see and i could not remember or i could not i couldn't really remember what it looked like and my partner's a little older so he was like no that's what the box looks like but i feel like he did have eyes and i'm like well what is going on here so i look into it and they actually rebranded this with an artist named Cause, who is a, see here? Okay. They have yeah, the, the eyes and the yeah. ears. Yeah. Have you ever seen the original box? He has actual eyes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ears. He's like a whole other yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. So Cause is a, um, a pop culture icon that I hadn't heard of before whose style is doing that uh, whose style is um X's through eyes and all of this so I was like why did they kill them all why are they all dead and because it's a Halloween revamp they went with this artist's work which I thought was really cool that and I really thought cool. I'd mention that especially getting into spooky season um and enjoying that cereal because man it is I mean it's like chocolate lucky charms I literally that. have a bag of blueberry like dry in my backpack right now as a snack it's so good it's so good it's so wonderful and that is just why we love spooky season baby gotta love it gotta love it all right my dear well let's go we gotta plan some stuff about salem so we're gonna go ahead and hop off of here thanks for hanging out with us on this kind of odd episode but we appreciate you nonetheless and i hope you're staying odd arcadia